All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of our uh, episodically modular series, uh, The Adventures of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. It does come with a hint of seriality, but you could listen in any order. That's what episodically modular means, because I'm going to catch you up right now. A bedtime story is set up with a bed, you know, in a bedtime story format. Uh, so I'll slow it down even more. So, Dr. Tri, so if this is your first episode, you're in good shape. Uh, and if this is, you say, well, I listen to, to seven, then two, then this one. I say, no problem. I'll catch you right up. Uh, this, I believe, is episode nine. Though, again, like I said, those are just numbers. Uh, episode numbers are just no- numbers in this case, uh, except for the last one, ten. But, but still, you could listen to it in any order. Uh, you know, I tried reading, like, uh, for practice for when I was a librarian. I read uh, Terry Goodkind's uh, second book in uh, the Wizard of Truth series, I believe that's it, or the Sword of Truth uh and then I went back. Uh, so I don't know what that has to do with it. Sorry, Terry, by the way. Uh, no one if I was supposed to do that. Okay, so where was I? I was saying, oh, so welcome to our series, uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. Good evening. So this is the tale of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles, two traveling performers who live in a world without math, uh, or a world of greatly reduced math and math-based principles. Uh, once it was a world uh, pretty much like ours, pretty much our world. And then there was a waning, there was a combination of things, a waning belief in respect for math, you know, which seems very far-fetched, of course. I mean, not like a general, you say, oof, math, uh, that's different. This is like, uh, you know, you know what I mean, you uh, but you say, well, is it just humans being humans? And I say, well, in this case, that's where there was uh, more than one thing happening. So in the populace of planet Earth, uh, particularly in the USA where I live, uh, in this fictional story, the people said, well, you know, math, uh, you know, it got, got more and more. Not everybody, but probably, a, you know, plural, whatever the one with, I don't know if it was a plurality, a majority, uh, pl- 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 what is a what is a group of pl- pl- plots called? A pl- 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 tor- pl- That's more f- suited for a sleep with me intro. But I was just curious when I was thinking of uh, what's the one where everybody's trying to agree consensus. I don't know if there was a consensus on math, but there was also outside forces at work outside of some people's belief systems, even. But if you watch big screen movies. Uh, a goddess had come to Earth or sent her powers to Earth, uh, the goddess Discordia, who is anti-math. Uh, she's not, she's, she doesn't, uh, she wants to rid the entire planet Earth of all math. And uh, that's her plan. That's what she's been up to. First, probably subtly, then more and more actively. But, of course, there's a counterbalance. And in this story, or in this historical recounting, is uh, another goddess, a Shashat, who believes in math and uh, math-based things. Uh, Because what we found uh, is that once you get rid of math, uh, you're pretty much living in a, you know, you still had, you can't can't retain all the knowledge because you say, okay, boot boot that up for me. Uh, And they say, well, it can't boot up. We don't have math. We don't have, there's no, okay. We could you could look it up in a book, but we got rid of the card catalog, so it's just a bunch of books now. And they see didn't someone preserve the card catalog downstairs in the uh, like uh, archives? Yeah, but the archives were climate controlled, and those were uh, so the climate was no longer controlled. So there's yeah no we don't have the what in the name of the Dewey Decimal System? How did it, well actually. If I could remember, if I could decipher the Dewey Decimal System, we because we, I had it memorized when I went to library school. This is a fictional character, by the way. You know, I'd be able to point you the right section, but I can't remember. There's all those numbers there. I can't make any sense of them at all. So a world without math is a bit like uh, the Middle Ages or something. You say, well, okay, well, we got some basic concepts here. 
or a low math world. So that's the world. Who are we talking about? Dr. Triangle and Isosceles, once traveling performers whose form of performance was math parody. They like they actually were capitalizing on anti-math sentiment. And they were traveling performers traveling in a wagon with their mule Ada, uh, putting on shows, uh, kind of making fun of math lovers uh, or math appreciators, which I would consider myself a math appreciator and respecter. Uh, though I'll tell you what, as soon as you get rid of my electrons, I become a math lover without a, like, a, or forlorn, you know. So they, but then, that was before the story started. Once the story started, they were recruited by the goddess Sashat. And she said to them, or her um, earthly, she said, you know, I'm looking for two heroic figures um, to restore the principles of math in the world. And I have these magic charm bracelets. And if you use, if you figure out what principles missing it, geographically, different principles are missing. That's the procedural part. Uh, so they go to different areas of the, mostly the United States, and like uh, not the whole bigger than the Midwest, because we've gotten as far as like Nevada, I think, and back far east is someplace. Yeah, but you go there and you say, okay, you're missing the, this, it wouldn't be this simple, but you'd say multiplication. That might be too big for just two earth people to solve, but uh, they would get the charms that say like multiplication or the X symbol or whatever. And they would call on the power of the goddess to shot to restore that principle. And then it would be restored and so a lot of times, so it's the kind of thing, each episode they've gone there and be like, huh, how come this well's dry? Uh, water ran out. Oh, okay. Sure, that's not a math. To be sure, sure, we can't use math to, to fix this. And maybe they would look into it. Maybe it would be math-based. Maybe the water really ran out. Uh, that's not an episode, but I probably could have done one about that. That sounds a little too sleepy. So basically, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles are traveling the, the, the old former United States uh, trying to restore math one principle at a time. And this is another episode. They also, the story's narrated by their mule Ada. And uh, they say, I'm trying to think any other stuff you need to know. They're heroic figures. You know, once they were, uh, they do have their own motivations, of course. And so that's it. And I also have a Hollywood, a very famous actor, uh, thespian, yes, uh, to, to uh, set up the, to introduce the episode, uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas. As uh, so ladies, is a gentleman, is a boys, is a girls, a friends beyond the binary time. Does one plus one equals the adventures of Dr. Triangle and I, Sussilis? Yeah. That's pretty good. Like, I, like I always, like, yeah, that was pretty good. I also, Reddit loved that you get, ah, hello to my friends on Reddit. Great job, man. Like, uh, so that's Mr. Antonio Banderas. He's going to go lie in my bed because I record in the closet in my bedroom and he drives up from Los Angeles just to do this for whatever that took, uh, and then lies down for rest. Uh, then after I'm done recording, if he's behaved and not moved or, you know, breathed out. One time he said, if you want to hear a godlike sigh, it's probably not the most convenient time when I'm trying to record a podcast. No offense, Antonio, but holy cow. Uh, one time he sighed and then I went out and I said, Hey, what's going on? But that was private time, you know, but, but so also, then I said, I thought I said, shoes off. Uh, but that was anyway, not important. Uh, just, you know, some people forget and then some people sigh. I mean, I don't have a God like sigh. Mine is more of like a, like a, like a, some creature that's more closer to the ground like sigh. The sigh of a turtle, I've been told. I was thinking of other, like, uh, yeah, of some sort of. Yeah, but anyway, Antonio's just chuckling. We're going to play a color coup later. 
So that's Mr. Antonio Banderas, and this is uh, The Adventures of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. I'm going to turn it over to Ada. Uh, hello, everyone. Ada the Mule here. So we're in a boat. Uh, we're, uh, you know, I guess it is a skiff. Uh, it's, it looks like it's a former rowboat. Or it's a dr- I think they're called drift boats. Uh, we're we're on a well. We do have uh, one of those things you have in a skiff. I'm not sure what they're called. A skiffing stick. And we're slowly moving. So the water we're in is moving. Now we are under the earth. Uh, this is well. This you know. I'm trying to fill you in in individual stories. Uh, we had gone into the earth out of like a, a steam a town where there was a lot of steam uh, development going on that had ceased. And we found our way to these uh, under, underground t- tunnels, uh, which were human-made and very it, very advanced uh, for us. I guess like in the whenever, before the fall of math, you know, the aughts and the changing of from the aughts to, the, to whatever the, they were going to call them. Uh, they may have developed these tunnels because they had that bore company. So giant tunnels under the earth is what I'm telling you. And this one has been slowly uh, going down a little bit at a time, barely an, barely a great downward grade, but a very slow one. And we were on a train, like a small train for a little while, and uh, we were going on train tracks. And we noticed that very quickly uh, we, we had started to, I'm trying to think of what it did to fill you in, but so there, there was some dampness in, in there because of the aquifer that we had left. And I don't know if they told you this in the last story. I guess that would have been my job is that there was a very deep aquifer that they had discovered, like a, a fresh water, a gigantic aquifer. Uh, in the desert in this, you know, western central United States. And it ended up these tunnels were attached to that aquifer. So very quickly, our train tracks went to the side of the tunnel. And then the bottom of the tunnel was uh, a flowing river. Not very fast, uh, but not too slow either. Like I said, a slow uh, grade downward. And we were on the side, so a bit like a canal, and we were on the side of the canal in our little train car, and we were moving along, and because we were able to go at a reasonable pace, uh, I don't know how far we traveled. And then we uh, switched over to a boat. And as we were doing that, just recently we started to encounter these valves, which are... uh, You've probably seen them in your movies and things. You turn a, a, a giant wheel clockwise or counterclockwise to open or close the valve. And at first we were ignoring them because they, they were like, there were signs on them. But we were like, well, we don't even know what we're doing here. Uh, but then when the train stopped uh, with the boat, it said stop uh, at every valve. And there would be, there's like a, this thing to stop the boat. Not completely. You just push it down and then the boat could go on. And it actually works out great for when we when we sleep because uh, then we're able to... Uh, oh, and there's because the water's slowly moving, there's electrical gen- water wheels uh, generating electricity for lighting in here. Yeah, but so we stop. Uh, it, so we stopped and it said there was big red signs. Now, the problem was that... Uh, None of the signs were very readable. There was, uh, va- there's valves and then there's, uh, what are those things? Gauges in the valves. And the, 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 the Dr. Triangle and Isosceles have been trying to figure out, uh, what these valves mean. Because the first ones, it, they were just green and it was very simple. They turned each one and then it was like, uh, like a, you were green with arrows, and then it was clear that there was a gauge. And once they were turned, they were there. Were I guess maybe I should let them explain to it because they're debating right now about it. Uh, I was thinking that, uh, like, uh, I thought I thought I thought of a joke about tail, a tail, and tails, uh, but I can't think of it now. So, so they're trying to debate because now it's gotten more complicated instead of just green arrows.
So let me turn it over to uh, Doctor Doctor Triangle and I. Uh, okay. This you, these these are like uh, you're saying these are words written in reverse. But I can't read them. We don't, and we. Don't, I don't know why we wouldn't have a mirror. Uh, we probably had one. But we, I know we had to leave a lot of our stuff behind. Uh, but if we could, like, uh, I don't like the water's a mirror. And uh, you know, we've tried to look in the water to see it reverse, but the water's rippling too much. But then, if we try to read it backwards, uh, you're saying you can't. You can't make sense of it. No, 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 Isosceles. I, I'm saying I can. I, I, it's. Uh, I, I I guess I was trying to explain to you that it's a like a S T O P, but the letters are also reversed. Or there was one half H A L F, and then it's flipped. It's like a mirror image, not just reverse. It's a little bit different than reversed. Uh, okay. So that's why I said, okay, let's just turn this one and then clockwise and counterclockwise. Okay. Okay. But re- not reverse. That's where I was getting mixed up. I thought they were supposed to be reverse. So then I said, but this looks, is, are you sure this isn't Russian? I remember saying that earlier. Yeah, no, it's not in Cyrillic. It's like, a, it's mirror images. And, and it's just a matter of, uh, What's weird is I've been having trouble, I'm just able, like, there's some part of me that can recognize those words, uh, but I did try, like, when we were working side by, it is frustrating, okay, so I'm I'm trying to, like, not trying to subtly say, I'm saying there's something interesting at work here. Okay, so, so, it's just confusing, right, because, we, I mean, plus we've been down here, We've been going in this boat. We, I got no idea where we're under the earth somewhere. It feels like what is we, we've been at it for two weeks or something. Right. And without any math, like it's impossible to know where we are. You're, you're right about that. Uh, so what do you think of all this? Okay. So here's the situation. We have this canal. We're going in the water. The water's going somewhere. Then we have pipes going and along on the sides of the roof of this thing. I banged on the pipes, uh, and they seem hollow. Uh, and then we're supposed to open some of these valves that different things are not open them based on reverse, simple reverse directions that at first were just open. I get the open one. Oh, green means go. So that's why I could understand. But now these are a little more nuanced, like you're saying, a half or whatever. Right, and then trying to read the gauges. It's not easy. Oh, what do I, but what do I think? That's what you asked. So here's, I'm pretty sure, okay, so here's the thing. When we we disembarked at a town full of steam engines, correct? Yes. And a giant aquifer. And I guess what my, I had posited is that that area, that town, that uh, oasis, yeah, that oasis we left, uh, was meant to just be a nice little community for people to live in that would be self-contained. Yeah, that's what we were thinking originally. You know, out in the middle of nowhere, no one could get there and bug you. Right, but now what I'm thinking is that uh, it was more of a testing ground. That aquifer seems to be humongous and supplying all this water and that... uh, yeah, like, uh, so so there's all this water flowing that, like, in some direction. But then there's these pipes. The pipes, I believe, are to carry steam and air, which, yes, are two different things. Like, there's st- steam is air with water vapor, probably pressurized. And I think this other side is, like, the air that allows it to flow. I, I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it. So we have the water for potential for steam and then steam intake, air, air, air out to air intake and steam outtake is what I'm suspecting. But I guess I'm, I'm a little confused too. And I think we just have to keep proceeding 
and eventually we'll get somewhere. Okay, but what would be, we'd be going somewhere where the water would be getting steamed eventually, but there's no steam in there now. So, so it's not related to the town we were in because this would be too much water. Do you think this is like some sort of Cold War relic or something like that? I don't know. I think like we should just bed down for the night. Right, Ada? Ada's looking at us uh, longingly, like longingly, like a... Uh, so let's just lie down, we'll take a break, and then we'll take the boat. We'll just keep going and keep opening these things and uh, trying to follow the directions. Hopefully they don't get any more complicated. Okay, hey, everyone, this is Ada. So we slept for a while, then we went on the boat, uh, and we continued. It was for a few days. Uh, to be honest, it felt like a few thousand years uh, with these two, but... Uh, and there was more valve turning and stuff, but the directions never got more complicated than uh, three quarters and one quarter uh, turn clockwise and counterclockwise. Unless there was other stuff, but it said unless, and I think that had to do with the gauges. And then uh, Dr. Triangle's like, well, only if it's functional, that's what matters. These would be regularly checked. So that was a little bit confusing, but so where were we? So the um, so then we kept going and going and going, and now we've arrived. Oh, and also the temperature was getting warmer and warmer, and eventually though we arrived like where the boat ended. Now the water kept continuing, and the slope started to drop. Participate a lot, like uh, it changed to like waterfalls uh, after the boat stopped. We had a nice area to stop to get out, and now we've entered an underground control facility, and it has uh, bunks. It's very, very modern, very nice. Uh, and, oh well, I'll just turn. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I mean, here's a couple of things. Uh, so. Uh, this place is just too, I, I don't understand. It's so well kept and so nice. Uh, w- why do you think that is? I don't know. I think like either it's just gov- good government planning. I mean, that sounds funny, but uh, I think they must have been preparing for the fall of math or something else. Uh, okay. And explain to me again, what do you think this place is for? Okay, well, I pretty much, I know, I, I'm pretty sure this is a, like, a geothermal steam plant, and it, one of the biggest ones, and a recovery plant, too, which is the interesting part. A recovery of what? Of of water vapor. And so, basically, the, the probably still pretty far off, there is uh, an area of, like, seismic activity of... Uh, of LAVA, yeah, 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 of, of yeah, of uh, yeah, size like a cr- Earth's crust is open. I mean, it's definitely close enough, to, close enough to warm this facility, and it would probably have to be pretty close. Uh, and they must have some way that this water is eventually flowing there and being recovered. Uh, so then it would like. Uh, I think probably there's another aquifer. This is just my guess because we started the water flowing. You would want to be able to control the flow of the water so that you're not losing any water when the plant's not functioning. And by the just looking at the the, I'm just guessing this is a very large. It may just be used to power some other facility related to this building. Okay. So should I be looking through stuff uh, to find stuff? Yeah, I think so. Like, see what you could dig up. Like, go through, you know, go through people's, like, uh, lockers and stuff like that or the offices down the hall. I'm going to try to figure out getting things operational because what I was saying was that uh, eventually, eventually the water will get, it will turn to steam. Then the steam will be uh, captured and drive turbines, generate power, uh, then the water vapor, as it cools, will be captured for probably for drinking its distilled water, and then maybe returned to the original. I don't know if it gets returned to the aquifer or what the best use, or maybe it gets released into the air, which would make oh, maybe it does. Like maybe there is a surface portion of this facility. 
Okay, that's all but kind of barely interesting to me. Uh, but uh, uh, so what should I be looking for? I guess like looking for anything like bigger plans, like so we can figure out what we're doing here. Or I can't make any sense of this. So it's like whatever. I think this is all in code. In code. That's what I was thinking with the mirror images. Everything here is not written. It's not in, in, in American English. It's not in a Cyrillic. So I have no idea. I can't make any sense of the control panels. But everything seems really well preserved and ready to go. Yeah, I mean, that's what I... Well, I think everything was just sealed here. Like, uh, they, they, they had a plan. They're waiting for someone to come operate it. It seems all structured in a way that it's a two, two-person operation. So we would be able to get everything up and running if I could just make sense of the codes. What do, you, what do you think of that? It's just to keep people from messing. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's just, uh, you know, gov- that's like poor government planning, I guess. So we need to crack this code and then also figure out once we get everything running, where's the power? Where can we get, where can we plug in? Am I right? So the power, would you think the power will work? Well, that's another question. I mean, I, I do have another suspicion, which is that, uh, there's more and more things I've been noticing on our way here that were somewhat math related, like the lights worked. Um, so maybe this is some sort of low math impact zone. Maybe all math, who knows? Maybe all math goes. We just happen to be in a pocket of uh, full mathdom or something. And so I think what we should do is uh, you go look and I'll get to work here trying to figure out these controls. How's that sound? Uh, this that sounds great. Okay, hey, hey everybody, Ada here. Back, uh, so Doctor Triangle and Isosceles separated for a little bit, um, and it ended up being more than a little bit of not a. It was a, but basically, eventually, I just wanted to skip that part because nothing really happened. A lot of walking around, uh, Isosceles going into offices. Uh, sitting in desks, like uh, spinning around in the office chairs, l- you know, looking through, de- rifling, uh, trying to find a plan, then forgetting why Isosceles was there, uh, then pretending uh, like to call people in and uh, like it was play acting, basically saying, okay, well, well come on in. I wanted to discuss uh, these demerits with you. Uh, then eventually Dr. Triangle find, found Isosceles and said, can you give me an update on what's your, have you found any plans? Uh, where, how much power is this plant going to generate? Uh, where's the steam going? What, what, everything. Eventually then they collaborated again, which was probably the mistake to split up and work on the code and then the, the searching. And what they found was, uh, with a little bit more looking, that this was a massive, uh, and again, I'm just a mule, so I don't know if this is exact terminology, but a geothermal steam plant would be like a soft cell. Uh, For this was a plant that used the Earth, it happened to be a place where the crust, a new intersection, actually, so you might say, well, I'm not familiar with the, the tectonic plate in that area. Uh, but a her- area of a high geothermal activity, and like a lot of it, and then in the surround. So basically, there's a giant area nestled in between two mountain ranges. Uh, that the that this plant is nearby. Uh, that it's designed to supply uh, power, water, clean water, warm, like uh, heat uh, from the, like a uh, really, really efficient, uh, no fossil fuels. And a lot of it, like, uh, like it actually harkens back to the steampunk thing before, because a lot of it is steam, like not just electricity, uh, but a lot of it is direct steam powered conveniences. Uh, and there are some habitable areas. So this was, to the best of my knowledge, uh, some sort of uh, pre-evolved math program to say, oh, okay, if never, everything doesn't go great with uh, 
I don't know if they knew about the fall of math, uh, but maybe that was on their chart of possible things that might not work out so great. Uh, they said, well, we have this mountain base. Uh, actually, we have this undiscovered aquifer in, uh, aquifer in the desert and uh, this new cross earth. Also, we've crusted up a lot of the earth with the F-R-A-C-K-I-N-G-ing. So a dual thing about this would be that it will um, actually further the cracks like in the like outlying areas, the far outlying areas. So this will become like a self-contained, possible utopia if it was to work out. Their thing was, a, you know, a place to recover for two or three generations. I said, holy cow, these humans... Uh, so, and, and not just for like a few, not just for a few, like, or just a chosen few, a selected few, more than a selected few. Uh, and then more, it wasn't like, like uh, exclusive, like if you got an invite, you were good to go. But also they had actually, because you see these things and they say, well, it's just for the um, people with connections or that. Now you would be geographically limited but they were planning, they had room for everybody that could probably get there. If, like, uh, unless it was a slow, like this decline of math, uh, ended up, they didn't foresee that. So it ended up, uh, huh, I wonder what, uh, well, maybe Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. So they figured out this is great. This is huge. I mean, all of the communities they visited uh, can benefit from this. A lot of them would actually be within this, uh, like, a new Earth crust zone. Uh, so in some sense, it would be separated from the affiliated states on one side, and then whatever's going on in the West, which is not so great either. So really getting this plant up and running to get the water into the, like, this is a big deal. So let me turn it back over them, because they're trying to figure out, Oh, okay, okay. I guess I'm talking. I'm, I'm just excited. I guess this sounds great, even for me. Okay, they're to Okay, so, so we've tried mirrors. We've tried writing things out, and we just can't get. I think it's because we want it. So you know what I mean. Maybe you don't because we were trying to work on your thing, like. Uh, you know, when you want something, sometimes you push it away. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, we're not seeing the whole picture or something. I mean, because it's just so exciting. Like, this fixes everything. There's room for me to have privacy and even relocate my things. But even the communities we visited could benefit from this. Or they could relocate here. Though we probably need some of the, you know, some of the services they could offer. But this could become like a new, smaller, like this could become a, like its own math zone, uh, maybe. Or I, I don't know. I mean, uh, this could really work out really great. Like, do you think this is why we're here? This is our purpose. We're driving to this the whole time. And now we've just got to figure out this code. So I guess, yeah, that's why it's so hard to get this code down, because uh, this is why we're here. Like, this is what Sashat must have wanted. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was, why did, I guess because we'd need all those other communities. So restoring math in those communities would be key to a supply chain, uh, which we were already putting in place, but this could be, the the most urban area, like this could be a real city eventually. And there's already plenty. I mean, it, well, it's uh, big enough for cities. I mean, this really like uh, even in this, uh, this valley is quite large. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. I think this is what we've been building for, I guess. I mean, it's just frustrating. But if so what are we trying to, why am I trying to figure out a code when it's just math, a holy mackerel? Uh, what do you mean? Well, like, uh, so what I'm thinking is that uh, this is just another missing math principle. And then 
we were trying to, I was trying to figure it out like it was a code. And, okay, so we have to figure out the math to, to, to decode it. No. I think it's a very simple solution, actually. The, like every, almost, did you notice that? Like a lot of the solutions have been, math makes complication. Everybody blames math for overcomplicating things. It really simplifies it. I don't know. I mean, you may be using like a, you may be a little biased because of your own experience, but go ahead and tell me more. Okay, so, well, I'm just saying that I don't think it's a code. I think it's just a missing math principle, and our, our our eyes are blind. You know, we can't we can't see the truth uh, because we, the math principle doesn't exist. So it's not something we could ever decode without the principle of math, uh, the underlying principle that's missing. Okay, so which one would it be? Okay, well, I think it's mirror images, it's reflections. Uh, I think it's like transformations, reflections, and translations. And also uh, reflections, some other principle. What would it be? Oh, rotations. You can see some of these are maps for the... Uh, the different steam channels, uh, the plumbing, you call it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, this did I t- tell you this? This reminds me of this game I used to play on the computer. Uh, oh, where's my? No, no, no. Before the before on the computer only. Before devices. Oh, the air before devices. I can't believe you were around. Well, I, you know, I lived in a. And anyway, we had only access to older device uh, computer. And it was like that water thing, but it was uh, it was uh, it was just plumbing. It was a simpler thing then, but yeah, that reminded me of it. Turning the oh, so the water can go flow. I think in my case it was under. It was uh, not water. It was green stuff. Okay, that's fascinating. So, so where does that leave us? Uh, it leaves us. Uh, Huh, great question. Oh, with the math principle. So the math principle is reflection, rotation, and translation, uh, or transformation, all, all those things. Uh, do you have, I have a mirror here on my chain right now, and uh, uh, two versions of the same triangle. Oh, wow, I have two other versions of that same triangle, or they're all the same triangle, just uh, hung from the charm bracelet in different places. Or, or they're, different tri- they're actually different triangles because they're four different charms. Oh, and yeah, I also have a grid. Okay, so you're ready. Okay, yeah, uh, so by Shashat, if you could hear us in all of your wisdom and glory... Please see fit to restore the mathematic principles of transformation, translation, reflection, and rotation. And rotation, uh, rotations, uh, plural. But don't please restore them. We ask you this in humbleness to your wisdom, Sushada, so that we may serve and math may. Would you serve us, and we may serve. We're here to serve math. Uh, thank you, Sasha. Please restore those principles. Okay, now what? Well, now is the easy part. So now there is code, but I think if we hold up a mirror to some of them, I mean, we'll have to decode things, but it's not going to be hard anymore because it's a simple code. It's either reflection, rotation. Or uh, it might be translation, which is like moving a shape around, but it stays the same. Okay, so let's get started then. Well, I think we should take a rest, and then we'll get started. Okay, let's take a rest, and then we'll get... To- You're right, this is so exciting. Also, I gotta recommend this. Uh, I know there's like uh, sleeping quarters that we've been staying in, but the offices are quite fun. And... Uh, like uh, there's like there's uh, there's someone's office. Uh, the their name is not Chicago or Zhivago. Uh It's Zhivago. 
and I'd like to have that office as mine. Okay, that's fine. Are you, are you going to sleep in the office? Is there snacks in there? Is that why? Yeah, actually, there's a mirror in there, and I was wondering because I felt like something was off. Uh, and now that mirror, now that reflections are restored, uh, I should have mentioned that too. Okay, well, actually, I don't know if I should. Maybe we should just because now maybe I let's just start because I notice these lights are starting to light up. Oh uh, yeah, let's get to like uh, yeah, let's take a rest and then like uh. You're right, because uh, actually now I'm ready to go in my office and pretend I'm uh, Dr. Chicago. Okay. Okay, you, that's fine. I'm going to take a rest. I'm going to go to the sleeping quarters. I'll see you in a little while. Tomorrow, I guess. Hey, everyone. Ada here. So they rested, and then they went to work. And again, this part is like, uh, not, you know, I just wanted to to skip it because basically so there were some codes that were mirror codes like you held up a mirror where they were able to find more than one mirror yeah, because it was office environment and then uh, they slowly restored things and then they slowly got things going which triggered uh, the water to start flowing steam to start building up uh, it was amazing that it was a mostly automated plant but again they kept being surprised everything was ready to go as far as, like, upkeep and maintenance, uh, since it seemed like no one had been in there. But then they were like, oh, uh, like, uh, well, they were, you know, they were like, well, how do we know? No one, but uh, they said it's strange. And so they got everything going. I guess, I, whoops, I teased that a little bit too much. I'm sorry. This is Ada. I mean, they're going to, if they knew that I was, uh, you know, but you'll, you, you guess that's not my job. My job's not to. But so they got everything running and the steam going and the power. A lot of it was, you know, potential. Like, so just building up the steam, getting the turbines going. And uh, uh, that's so they're getting very excited because then everything's this has been, it took them a couple days. of decoding things to get it going and switching and stuff like that. And, you know, they were dressing as Dr. Chicago. So, okay, so I'll turn it over. Uh, well, Dr. Triangle, uh, you don't need to call me doctor anymore because it looks like our work's almost done. There's just this one... Like, uh, does this mean that it's redirecting actual lava uh, to somewhere? Yeah, I don't understand that, uh, what those mechanisms are doing. Uh, but it does say, oh, you know, yeah. It's like, uh, it says it's, go, like, maybe we could observe it because it says uh, it's viewable through one of the telescopes up on the roof. Uh, what well, you? There's a pause in your voice. Uh, what is that? Well, I mean, our work's really not done because uh, we'll have to get a hold of uh, your sister. I'll have to go get all of my supplies, so that'll take a few months. I mean, we'll have to spread the word. But I'm just wondering why we haven't heard from Sashat. Also, I'm just wondering if this is, uh, if it's like, I get the sense now that we, like, uh, that, uh, I don't know, what is it, uh, let's do it while we walk to the roof to observe, uh, so there's lava flowing, yeah, about, uh, there's a powerful telescope up on the roof, it says, in the one guide, and about 40 miles out, uh, this telescope can view this, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a, like a, it says it's a lava accelerator, which I've never heard of. Steam steam and lava accelerator. Okay. Well, what were you... uh, Well, I just feel like I think... I get the sense that Sashat and Discordia have made some sort of uh, arrangement and we're just pawns in the game. Why do you... Okay, I'm not following. Okay, well, don't you think this just worked out a little bit too well because... So now, basically, there's two or three uh, 
like uh, isolated geographic areas. Uh, uh, one that has no mass or very, very low mass, uh, the Eastern Affiliated States or whatever it's called. Then the West, which we don't really know anything about, except that there's no low mass there. And then this portion of the the, the West, you know, to the somewhat of the Midwest, uh, but accessible because where that, uh, all that, like all of that drilling and pumping, like a lot of that aquifer, I think uh, they got it, like they had prepared for. But anyway, it, it just me. I, I don't know. Like, seems like they maybe have worked a deal. Is there something wrong with that though? Because then there'll be a mass. Will those all those people be deprived of mass? One and two. I just didn't like being not told that. Uh, okay, so see here's the telescope. It does look like there's bright lights. Uh, it looks like there's like lava flowing into, uh, uh, it's like piling up or something. Well, that's, uh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's like piling up though. It looks like, uh, it's weird. It looks like it, like, you know, you remember Treebeard? Uh, you've talked about Treebeard before, or maybe I have. Yeah, I'm familiar with Treebeard. Like, it looks like tree, like the legs of, uh, is that a speaker there? It seems like it's fuzzing. Can you hit that? Oh, let me hit the squelch. Uh, oh, what's that? There's talking coming through it. Okay, turn up the volume. It's talking. It's discord, your discordia coming through a speaker. You're laughing at us, huh? Yes, that's discordia laughing at us, uh. Yeah, I did say that. Okay, F- followed all of the plans. Uh, oh, you've been listening in on us, uh, and you think it's very funny? Oh, because that's you. Oh, you didn't. So that's you. Wait a second. Oh boy, what what is it? Let me just finish listening, and then I'll explain it to you. Well, we didn't fall. We we. Uh, are you sure you didn't reach a compromise with Shashat? Oh, this will also become a nomad. Well, you need this. Oh, so even though, so you're, you you can't have chaos everywhere, I see. So this will be the balance point for your chaos-based empire, though. Oh, and it's, you, yeah. Yeah, you can't have a lot of luxury with chaos. I hear that, uh. Oh, so basically we set up the whole supply chain for your, so you've been pretending to be Sashat the whole time? What is it? Okay. Okay, just hang up or turn that speaker off. Okay, what happened? Okay, well, it's not good. And I think we're going to have a little CRI, you know, a little faith. faith, uh, So basically, I can't believe it though. I can't believe it. Are you telling me you've you're, you're believe, you've believed and then you've lost your belief, but you're reclaiming your belief? I guess apparently I have. I started to hope or something because according to Discordia, which she said it right when over the speaker, I'm surprised you didn't hear it, but uh, this has been her plan all along. The reason the base was so well kept is because... Uh, her people have been keeping it up, and they had everything greased and lubed and ready to go. And the only thing they couldn't do was undo the math puzzle. So they do need, Discordia needs math, uh, but only like in a, um, a dictatorial way. So basically, this will be the math won't be for the people. It'll be like we imagined the you know. It would be only for the point zero zero percent, I guess. Uh, that's not the worst part, though. Okay, tell me what the worst part is. So normally you'd say, well, you know, maybe we could get some demand. You know, maybe we could figure something out. We don't want a dictator controlling the one mass-based zone that will actually have power and, you know, all the stuff, not quite back to the pre- pre-fall days, but... Just like in our place, that'd be pretty cool to have. St- I was looking forward to having a steam bath and 
you know, whatever, inventing, you know, I don't think I'm the best inventor, but uh, inventing steam-based inventions, steam convenience. Yeah, so I was looking forward to getting my sister and the rest of my family. Yeah, that's not going to be an option. Okay, so Discord played us, uh, and it's played us the whole time. I don't know. I think that's what Discordia wants us to believe, uh, that there is no Sashat, or there never was. But that's not possible either, because we we believe, uh, well, because, the, like, was Discordia providing our mat? That's what, anyway, that's why I turned the speaker off, even though Discordia is still listening. Okay, but what was the other thing that you said was not good? Okay, basically... Sashat and Discordia haven't had to haven't been able to have corporal bodies, and you know when like uh, that favorite corporal body for especially a, like a Discordian type god or goddess is uh, you know Earth lava body. It's very popular. Oh yeah, they usually like uh, yeah they usually that is a popular look for them. Yeah, so we just started that like when we started the steam plant. Uh, it looks like one of the measures that they had planned for a protection was uh, some sort of, uh, I don't know, they altered the machine, the, the lava accelerator. How can you accelerate? I don't understand. I don't know. Probably part of it's magic. I mean, she is a goddess. Uh, but the reason, you know, not 100% of math was gone because uh, Discordia wasn't fully, she's going to be a full resident of Earth, uh, Okay, so how? Oh boy, that's not good. That means uh, that means uh, yeah. So not only are we intellectually and spiritually in, in a bit of a pickle, we're also actually in a pickle too. Uh, because once she has a corporal body, she'll uh, she'll give us a visit, and who like uh, that's pretty unlimited power. Not to mention then telling other humans, hey, we got all this great, like, uh, oh, boy, so what are we going to do? I think we should rest uh, because we worked very hard getting everything up and running. And by my calculations, uh, because we're in a high math zone now, I'm just doing like a basic, it's going to be about 86 hours uh so even though it seems like short or long, it's it's just enough time for us to get a good rest and then work on a plan tomorrow. Because I still I have to still believe that Sushat didn't put us in this situation. Oh, Doctor Triangle is a, I thought you were uh, an actor playing a person of science. Uh, now I realize you're a performer. Uh, yeah, I I I I I believe in math. I do. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to, let's get rest and then we'll figure, hey, Ada, Ada's waiting at the bottom of the ladder for us. We're going to get some rest. Uh, it's good seeing you. Okay. Yeah. Let me pet your head. It's going to, everything's going to be okay. It's going to work out great. Uh, yeah, I'll sing you to sleep. Good night, Ada. Good night. Good night, Dr. Uh, Shiv, 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 Shiv,